the second thing to understand is that payment history is absolutely the number one factor in all business credit scores. So how you pay your bills is very important, but it's even more detailed and granular than personal credit. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 132. Our guest today is Jerry Detwaller, author and leading expert in credit and financing. With more than 20 years of experience, she serves as Education Director for NAV, the first website to give business owners free personal and business credit scores and tools to build financially healthy companies. NAV is known as the Credit Karma for Small Business. Jerry has been featured many times on CNN, Fox Business, The Today Show, and The New York Times, along with over 3,000 news stories. Her latest book, co-authored with best-selling author and corporate attorney Garrett Sutton, is titled Finance Your Own Business. Get on the finance fast track. Good morning, Jerry. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Jerry, I am so curious about your background because I know that all of us have these complex relationships with money from our upbringings, and I'm just curious how you found yourself in this line of work. It must have been destiny. People tell me with the name Detweiler, I had to end up talking about credit and debt. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is kind of a tell, I guess. It was completely accidental. I was living and working in D.C. for a mortgage broker. That company turned out to be somewhat fraudulent. I ended up falling into a job with a consumer advocacy group there. And this is back when if you wanted a low interest rate credit card, you would send us $4 in the mail and we would send you a list of banks with low interest rate credit cards, most of them in Arkansas. So this was a fun time, but it was also a time of a lot of legislation. It was a time when we started to get free credit reports and we started to get the, the disclosure law that told you, hey, here's what your interest rate is before you apply for the credit card, not after you get it. So I got to work on a lot of interesting legislative issues related to consumer credit, wrote my first book, The Ultimate Credit Handbook, and I've been doing this ever since. Yeah, it's a fascinating story. And this is really such an important area for all business owners. Why is it so difficult to obtain financing for small businesses? Small businesses have a lot of challenges when it comes to financing. And I'll just quick fill in how I ended up in the business credit world recently, because I had written a book with small business attorney and rich debt advisor Garrett Sutton about business credit and financing your own business. And the reason we wrote that book is because people were spending thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars to learn how to build business credit in the hopes that that would open up more financing for their business and allow them to get away from personal guarantees. When I wrote that book, I interviewed the CEO of NAV. I loved what they were doing, and now I'm here full time. So I made that shift roughly about five years ago. So I'm bringing together the consumer credit and the business credit for the business owner. And I think that's key. Business owners have a lot of challenges with getting financing for a variety of reasons. Some of it is credit related. So many business owners have not established business credit. So the only credit information the lender really has to look at is personal credit information, and that can create problems for the business owner. 
The other is that especially when your business is young, it doesn't have a lot of track record in terms of revenues and time in business. And so those can be real challenges for small businesses. And then the third reason we see that business owners have such a challenge with getting financing is they're time starved. So they don't really have the time or feel like they have the time to research their options, to get ready to apply, and to figure out what's out there and what's best for their business. So what happens is instead of finding the best financing for their business, they end up with the financing that's best marketed to their business. And in fact, one online lender says that about a fifth of their applicants come in between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. in the morning. So these business owners are up at 2 a.m. filling out a credit application, hoping they can get that credit so they can make payroll or make that purchase or do whatever they need to do. Uh, It gives me chills just thinking about it, right? I mean, you're just doing that under duress and desperation sometimes. And we've all had those nights (laughs) and those struggles. And we know there's a lot of fintech companies right now really focused on this short-term lending. What are some of the traps around that? I'll give you two traps. One is they don't understand the cost. So small business lending does not have to disclose an APR, an annual percentage rate. And that's the rate that we all use to compare our consumer loans, auto loans, credit card, home mortgage, whatever. They don't have to do that. And so the way that financing costs are presented can be confusing and sometimes even misleading. There was a story in Forbes about a hair salon owner who was trying to open another location. She was presented with a financing offer that said 15%. When it was run through an APR calculator, the APR was, get this, over 4,000% APR. Very, very confusing for her. So one thing we do do at NAV to try to help solve that issue is we have free calculators on our website. So what these do is they allow you to put in the financing that you've been presented and see it as an APR. So hopefully that will help you compare your financing costs a little bit more directly so you understand what you're getting into. And then I would say the second issue is that Business owners are often, like I mentioned, time-starved, and so they're operating on a day-to-day basis almost sometimes. So they're thinking about what I need to do today. And so sometimes the planning for that financing, you know, what's the return on investment with this financing? How am I going to use it? How is it going to help me make more money? Sometimes those thought processes aren't fully developed. And so they end up scrambling, getting financing, think, okay, I've solved this problem for today but they haven't really projected forward how financing could help their business grow. Yeah, we see this especially with bootstrap businesses. And as they start to grow, they're tremendous consumers of cash. And not just cash, right? They also now have tax implications as they start to become profitable. And owners find themselves in a real squeeze. And so that can really put them against the wall. And they make these kinds of decisions that end up being really tactical. Absolutely. And Jerry, from a personal standpoint, we've seen and understand what drives into our personal credit score. On a business basis, what should business owners be aware of that reflects into that business credit score? That's a great question. The first thing is just to be aware that these exist. So there are three major companies, Dun & Bradstreet, Equifax, and Experian, all have commercial credit bureaus. These databases, in the case of Equifax and Experian, are completely separate from the personal credit databases that they also have. And they collect this information, package it, and sell it to lenders, insurance companies. Anyone can purchase a business credit report. So your competitor, a future business partner, I was on a call with accountants, and afterwards, one of the accountants reached out to me. She said, yeah, I used to run the supplier division at Walmart, and we always checked on Bradstreet. 
on our suppliers, and most of them had no idea about that. So these reports are being compiled about businesses, and your business may have a business credit report. So I think that's the very first thing to understand. The second thing to understand is that payment history is absolutely the number one factor in all business credit scores. So how you pay your bills is very important, but it's even more detailed and granular than personal credit. So with your personal credit, if you forget to pay that credit card and let's say a week later, you're like, oh, no, I got to pay that. You go in and pay it. You'll, you'll get a late fee and you might have to pay interest if you normally pay in full. But it probably won't show up on your credit report unless you're 30 days late because personal credit falls into 30 day buckets. Business credit uses something called days beyond terms. And so if your invoice is due 30 days past the invoice date and you pay on day 32, you're two days beyond terms or two DBT. If it's net 60 terms and you pay on day 62, it's still two DBT, but that will be reported to the credit reporting agency. And that indicates you're a slower payer. Now, it's not the end of the world because many businesses do sometimes pay up a few days late. But if you're trying to build strong business credit, then it's important to make sure that you pay on time. Well, this almost conflicts with something that businesses hire as they mature, and that's a cash manager who's many times looking at what they can get by with moving out and paying (laughs) as far as let's not pay that this month, let's pay it next month. And so from what you're saying, this can totally conflict with that future lending power. Yeah. And I think what the lesson is there for a business owner is if you're in touch with your business credit, then you know who's reporting and who isn't. Not all lenders do report. Not all vendors do report. Or you can talk to the vendor and say, hey, instead of net 30 terms, how about net 60 terms or net 90 terms? This can improve your cash flow and can also protect your credit. As you build strong business credit and a good relationship with those suppliers and vendors, you should be able to get longer terms, which again, benefit your business. Yeah, the trick is just make sure you're paying it on time, whatever those terms are. (laughs) Exactly. Start on time and then work up a payment history so that they trust you and they're willing to extend terms. And I'll tell you, this is incredibly important for many businesses for cash flow. Our co-founder, Levi King, he started five businesses. His first was a sign manufacturing business in Idaho when he was in his early 20s. And he was raised on a farm where you avoided debt, credit was bad. And he said there were so many times he'd have to put out money for the concrete or the steel or the plastic for the sign and then install the sign. He'd get a deposit, but then he'd also have to collect the remaining invoice. Cash flow was always a problem. And for him, a huge turning point was learning that he could get terms with those suppliers. And those terms allowed him to you know, make payroll on time without scrambling. It gave him fewer sleepless nights where he was worried about how he was going to pay his bills. And so this is also a financial advantage for your business. It's not just about when you borrow. It's also about managing your business on a day-to-day basis. So Jerry, it sounds like Levi, much like you, seemed to be destined to help people with business credit. And it seems like he just had a very realistic journey through that struggle. Absolutely. And he has so many stories that involve this. But the takeaway is that when he learned about business credit, he was able to access financing more than 30 times in his businesses with all kinds of different lenders, ranging from SBA loans to merchant cash advances to lines of credit, etc. And he's been through the ringer. He's had his credit line on his platinum business credit card cut by 95% during the economic downturn. But yep. his goal and the reason he decided to start NAV was because he knew that with education, 
small business owners, especially education around their credit scores and financing options, business owners will be in a better position to get better financing and to be successful. Because one thing you have to realize is if you don't get the financing you want, one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to get really bad financing, it's going to be very expensive, and it could end up sinking your business. This happens all the time. Or you're not going to get financing, and then you're not going to be able to move forward in your business. So if you prepare ahead of time, you're in a better position to get better financing. You have a better chance of success. Okay, well, I'm completely convinced. So let's talk about this. Where do we start? What puts us in the best position to leverage the best kind of financing other than being so profitable and having such great cash flows that we never need it in the first place? Yes. So the first place to start is to get your business credit reports. And NAB was founded as the first place that you can see your business credit for free. So we show credit reports from Experian, Equifax, and Dun & Bradstreet Commercial. And you can see a summary of your credit score and see where you stand. And then we have a tool within the NAV account. And this is included in all our accounts, including our free accounts. And that walks you through the process of building business credit. So if you don't have strong business credit, we'll give you steps to help you build strong business credit. And then we have a financing marketplace. We work with over 30 different lenders across the country of many different types. And we use something called Match Factor to help you understand which financing offers you're more likely to qualify for now based on your credit and financial criteria. So we give you a score. And if your score is strong, you're more likely to qualify for that financing. It sounds like one-stop shopping. I like it. I wasn't aware. And this really is helpful. From your background in being in finance for a long time, the element of credit versus debt and how much debt and what's the best credit alignment or ratio or so forth, any advice there? That's a really interesting question, especially when I shifted from mainly consumer credit to primarily working with business owners. Because with consumer credit, there are some things we call good debt. We call a mortgage often good debt, although we learned in 2008 and 2009, that's not always the case. That's true. Uh, Your uh, school loans, again, we've learned in recent years that that's not always good debt because not all college graduates are graduating and, and able to pay back that debt. So even there in the consumer world, there's been some shift in thinking about debt and when it could be considered good debt. On the business side, There can be a case made for high-cost financing that makes sense for that business and helps them move forward. If you're a restaurant and your commercial freezer dies on Thursday and you don't have the cash to get another one, financing that, saving that food so you can be open that weekend could be okay even if it's expensive because it could save your business or at least save it from a serious interruption. So there are cases to be made where higher cost financing can make sense for a business. But going back to what we just talked about, I think the most important thing is to look at the return on investment for that lending and to see that what you plan to make from that money you borrow will exceed the cost of borrowing and also leave you with sufficient margins to continue your business. There are a lot of businesses that take out expensive financing. The payments are taken out of their bank account daily. And while it seems manageable, they quickly realize, hey, I'm not making money now. I'm actually getting deeper in debt, and then they're in trouble. Great advice. And the other is, from a business owner standpoint, I'm curious, what's the turnaround time on average in the industry for when I need money versus when I can get my hands on it, so to speak? 
With fintech now, we're seeing business owners get approved in as little as three minutes online. So most of those online lenders will ask to link to a bank account or your QuickBooks account or whatever accounting software you use. And they'll use that data along with supplemental data. Sometimes that's business or personal credit or additional data. And they'll use that to make a decision very, very quickly about the business and its financing. And this has created a lot of challenges for banks who have a much longer lead time. With a bank loan, it can sometimes take you 30, 45, 60 days. What I tell small business owners, though, is that there's usually a trade-off between cost and effort. The more effort you put into getting financing, the lower it's probably going to cost you. And the less effort you put in, the more it might cost you. But we want business owners to take those steps ahead of time so that when they decide to push that button, they're shown an offer that is attractive and affordable for their business. You know, Jerry, I also want to talk about credit cards for a moment. So there are many business owners that will designate one of their own personal cards to business use and just segregate that personal card for the business because they really like the awards program associated with that card. And some of them have not established a specific business credit card account. Does that really matter? Yes. I'm so glad you asked this question. This is one of my favorite topics because with a small business credit card, a lot of times you can protect your personal credit from the activity of your business. Now, some people want that additional credit reference on their personal credit. But many, many business owners I talk to would rather keep that activity off their personal credit because, for example, if you're a seasonal business and around the holidays or in the summer, you have high balances, that could bring down your personal credit score if you're using a personal credit card. And it could bring it down quite a bit. I've seen people's balance, their credit scores drop by as much as 125 points due to high debt, high balances on their credit cards. So here's the strategy I'm going to suggest. Consider a small business credit card that doesn't report to your personal credit. I have a list of those on a blog post. It's just at nav.com forward slash report. And there you'll find all the major issuers and their policies. Now, all small business credit cards will require a personal guarantee. And almost all of them will report to the owner's personal credit if you default. So if you don't pay it back, it will show up on your personal credit. But there are a number of major issuers with terrific rewards programs, cash back, travel miles, et cetera, that will not report to the owner's personal credit unless there's a default. And that may be a great way to separate your business and personal credit. And I'll add one more tip there. And that is that you can do this as soon as you start your business. So your business could be two days old and you could still qualify for a small business credit card as long as you have strong personal credit they will check your personal credit, and you meet their minimum income requirements from any or all sources. So even if it's your spouse still has a great job and they could pick up the bill if you couldn't pay it, that income could be listed on that application and help you qualify. That is fascinating. So the only interaction on some of these cards you're saying is that when you first apply, they will do a credit pull on your personal, but after that, they're not reporting at all? They're not reporting at all unless you default. So if you don't pay it back, then they reserve the right to let the credit bureaus know that. And it makes sense. You have a personal guarantee associated with it. So they can go after your personal assets in order to Sure. Then it becomes like any other default situation. That makes perfect sense. But it won't affect my personal credit in any way is what you're saying. Correct. And I just spoke to a small business owner three weeks ago, and she had absolutely no idea that the two small business credit cards that she has do report to personal credit. She had very high balances on them and it was bringing down her credit score. And I was at another workshop 
where I was told about a business owner. She had a financing fall through at the last minute. And so she ended up maxing out her credit cards. Later, her business was successful. She got an SBA loan. She refinanced and paid off those personal credit cards. And her credit scores, because she brought down those balances, her credit scores went up 125 points as a result. So this can have a serious impact. Yeah, no doubt. And it almost seems like if for no other reason than for emergencies, to have that line of credit available to you that will not report to your personal is huge if you need to carry that balance. The other thing that I run into, Craig and Shai, is I talk to small business owners who are very debt averse. And so instead, they use their business debit card. I am not a fan of business debit cards. And I will tell you why. It's because they are the only type of plastic that is not protected under federal law in the case of fraudulent use. So I was in a workshop where a business owner said, yeah, I had my business debit card hacked. And he said, I was in the bank lobby with my app open, waiting to talk to someone and watching my account just drain right out. Remember, with a debit card, they it's your money. With a credit card, it's the card issuer's money. You can dispute it and you won't have to pay those charges. With a debit card, that money's gone out of your account and you have to wait to get it put back in. And it could take a while. So what I say to business owners who feel like a credit card is too risky, I say, how about a business charge card? Charge card makes you pay in full each month, but it carries the same protection as any other credit card under federal law. If it's lost or stolen, you can dispute the charge, report fraudulent use, and you will not be held responsible. Jerry, that's great advice. Thanks for clarifying. Jerry, this is a wealth of information and really news I can use right away. And a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, agree. Is there any other items you'd like to leave with us today? My advice is that you start this process of checking and building your business credit before you need it. Keep in mind, too, that business identity theft is a growing problem. There was a story on NBCNews.com recently about an attorney who actually had to shut down his practice because he was a victim of business and personal identity theft. And it was so overwhelming, he couldn't deal with that and with the business at the same time. So even if you aren't thinking about financing, monitoring your business credit can be a great way to help protect your business. At NAV, we offer completely free accounts where you can monitor your Equifax, Experian, and Dun & Bradstreet business credit and get the tools that I mentioned, like Business Launcher, to help you get started building business credit And that does not impact your credit score. So checking your credit through NAV has no impact on your credit score. And then, of course, once you have a NAV account, you'll also have access to the marketplace with full information about financing options that may be available. We do have a special offer for business owner radio listeners. When you get your free NAV account from the specific link, you will also get a month of premium, which also gives you detailed credit reports from two personal credit bureaus and the business credit bureaus that I mentioned. And you can get that by going to NAV, that's spelled N-A-V, as in V as in Victor, dot com, forward slash free account, F-R-E-E-A-C-C-O-U-N-T. And then you put in the code free account in the coupon code box. Well, Jerry, we so appreciate that offer and your time today. I just have to ask you one more question, which is how did you get a URL with only three letters in it? <laughs> Well, NAV used to be called Creditera, and no one could spell it or pronounce it, and someone actually <laughs> sued us over that name. So, but they managed to find NAV, and it, it turns out that the owner of that URL had passed away. He was an entrepreneur, 
his wife, when he was explained what NAV is and what we're trying to accomplish, she felt like this would be part of a legacy for him and, and his love of entrepreneurship. So we were very fortunate to be able to purchase that domain name and use it going forward. Oh, that's a great story and a wonderful legacy uh, for both your company and for that family. Our guest today has been Jerry Detweiler, leading business credit and finance expert. You can learn more about Jerry, as well as find links to her website and special offer, all on our website at businessownersradio.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, we would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.